up, guys? Hey! It's Tammy. I'm Brian, And this is Dear Me. You are back for a seventh episode. Can you believe it? Seven episodes? Like, what? Have you guys made it this far with us, for real? Thanks. Right? That's so nice of you. I really appreciate it, oh personally. Right? Like, from um, me to you. Like, thanks. I appreciate you. Wow. Tell them a little bit about what we're about for all so our new listeners. So, we are about... You. <laughs> We're here to give you tips and tricks to help you be just like the adults that you love mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. and double tap on Instagram. Right. Yep. So that's pretty much what we're about. We're going to help you be an adult. Yeah. So we struggle to be an adult ourselves. We're learning together. <laughs> we're in this. Right, this is a collaborative process. Exactly. Just as much as you learn, we also learn. Exactly. What we should be doing. Exactly. To be. What we have not been doing. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, okay. I echo your sentiment from earlier. This has been an extremely long week. It's been insane. What has been going on with you? Oh, well, we had a kind of crazy couple of weeks actually at work we got someone that came in and bought our whole company and basically fired the entire administrative staff so it's Ooh. just you know the faculty now just us teachers yeah. and like you know all the admin people have been begrudgingly trying to train this guy oh on everything gosh. he needs to know to do 600 jobs at one time and that it's like crazy. And then they have to train him on yeah, their way out. Yes, oh exactly. So, and it's just been a whole lot of like mess and people keeping secrets and trying not to like tell people stuff. And yeah. it's like, bro, just be grown ups about this. You don't have to be. It's a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then on top of that, we just had that concert a couple of weeks ago and we got another concert coming up in a couple more weeks. Uh, yeah, it's been crazy. And then yeah. at home, let's see, I've had several child injuries. Uh, my one kid gave herself a black eye and she keeps biting her tongue every time she sneezes. And <laughs> that's a fun trip to the park. Yeah, right? Here's like my black eyed child. Yeah, I didn't do it, I promise. It's like, right. And now I can't take her outside of the house. Everybody's going to think I beat her. <laughs> I'm like, dude, she's two, okay? She runs into stuff. This is exactly. what she does. Exactly. Just. Look, give me a break. Oh all my right. God. That's just, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. And then on top of all that, we've both been sick. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's like, yeah, that's not good. Okay. So, trying to do so many things and having kids and a job and yeah. like everything else is a lot. Yeah. It's uh, stressing me out, <laughs> I will say. Uh, so, this topic is very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah. Wink, so, wink. Uh, what about you? What's your crazy week? Um. So overall, it's been okay. I've been kind of like learning a lot fast, and my boss has been out of the office, so a lot of things I just kind of like had to pick up on and yeah. learn, and you know, which is great for me, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, but it's just a lot, you kinda know. Like so baptism I'm, and fire, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just a lot I'm picking up on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, too, got sick. And, I, oh girl, I don't know what happened. So, it started out Thursday. I put in my contacts. 
And as soon as I put in my contacts, I felt my allergies flare up, uh-huh. which I thought was so weird. Yeah. But it's happened to me before. So I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but it started with these contacts. So I called my eye place and they told me that there's a possibility I have a sensitivity to the brand. Oh, cool. I know. So they're going to send me some new contacts. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason I have a sensitivity to those as well, then that just means I have a sensitivity to all contacts in general. Oh, great. And I will either need to put in certain eye drops or something before I can wear contacts or I'll just need to get LASIK and just yeah. like, you know, yeah, do that. So anyway, started out with the allergies and it, I don't know what happened, but it just completely turned into something else. Yeah. Started so out well. with allergies and then I felt like, I mean, I don't know if this is possible, but this is just what it felt like. Okay. Started <laughs> with allergies, moved into like a sinus infection. And I was literally telling myself, I'm like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm, there's nothing going on here. Yeah. I'm okay. Bro. I'm going back to work. It's okay. Girl. And then got my flu shot, which according to the doctor later, exacerbated all of the symptoms I already had. Yes. And I just like immediately, I was getting cold sweats. Ooh, I was getting yeah. hot flashes. Ooh, girl. I was like about to pass out. Like, and it was just, I felt dehydrated. It was just. What else? I was lightheaded. I was nauseous. It just happened so fast. And yeah. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. So that whole day I felt miserable. Thursday night, I went to the emergency room and the doctor basically told me I was dealing with um, either allergy or sinus problem, mm-hmm. um, anemia mm-hmm. and dehydration. Oh, cool. And then she said... The flu shot exacerbated all of that, so my normal symptoms were way more severe. Wow, isn't that fun? Isn't that crazy? Love it. But yeah, took off Friday, and I told myself, sit your butt down, Mm -hmm. relax, don't do anything, Mm -hmm. calm down. Relax. And I did. Yeah. And so now I feel a lot better, still some, like, recovery I need to do, Uh but overall. We're on the same page, because I accidentally got Friday off, because everybody just canceled on me. Uh, so I was like, okay, so I guess I'll just stay home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I baked some cupcakes. Which were fire, by the way. I baked red velvet cupcakes. Oh, and they my. Came out so good. Goodness. With the cream cheese icing? Yes. Girl. If y'all follow us on social media at Dear Me Podcast, you'll see. Yeah, you will. What's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. But anyway. I'm actually finna eat another one, like, as soon as we get out of this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably, like, two more, actually, if I'm being honest with myself, but, hey, I mean... I'm not judging. We'll talk about eating your feelings in a little bit. <laughs> That's horrible. But I'm off tomorrow, and there's no more feelings on your off day, and True. my husband's gonna cook something, I don't know what he's gonna cook, and, uh, yeah, it's gonna be nice. I'm just gonna sit down and probably not move. <laughs> Sounds... I mean, yeah. like, as much as possible, I probably will have to chase children or something like that. Like, you <laughs> I know. chase children in my free time. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally parenthood. That's it. Well, the cherry on top of my week is that I went to a psychologist today. Nice. So, I'm going to save a little bit of that mm-hmm. for the episode. Perfect. Which brings me into the topic, Everyday Mental Health. Yes. I like this topic name. Yeah. Everyday yeah. mental health. Yeah, because I think that, you know, mental health is something that you're dealing with every day, even mm-hmm. if you don't want to think about it every day. 
everyone thinks about mental health as like this giant project that once yeah. you complete it, you're done. You're done. Like, no. No, it's and it's an no. ongoing process. It's not yes. just about you know, taking taking your meds or, you know, yeah. lighting a candle once a week and getting in the bathtub. You gotta exactly. it's you gotta keep it going. It's a lot it has a life of its own and yeah. you have to like nurture it and take and care it of it. And it changes. It changes. Yes. Your needs will change. The yes. things that are stressing you out are gonna change as life goes on. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Just I agree. think three years ago I didn't have to chase children around. <laughs> <laughs> And in three years, I might be chasing children around. So, But to hear more on that, you can listen to our parenting episode. (laughs) Nice plug. Nice plug. Check us out. Okay, seriously. So we're going to get into today's topic, Mm -hmm. everyday mental health. Mm -hmm. Mayo Clinic defines stress and stressors this way. So here we go. We're about to break it down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Talking about stress and stressors. So stress is your body's reaction to the demands of the world. Stressors are events or conditions in your surroundings that may trigger stress. Right. So your body responds to stressors differently depending on whether the stressor is new or short term, called acute stress, Mm -hmm. or whether the stressor has been around for a longer time, called chronic stress. A.K.A. children. So, (laughs) So, okay, so... A stressor and a trigger. Is that like the same um, thing? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. I think it is people the same use thing. it like interchangeably. Yeah, interchangeably because okay. stressors trigger stress. Okay. You know? Yeah. So you get triggered by stressors that cause you to be stressed. Okay. Yeah. I think it's the same. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. So what are some of your personal like stressors and how do you deal with them like in the moment? <laughs> <laughs> My personal stress is life. Um, okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Everything. That's general. Uh. Um, <laughs> some of my personal stressors, I don't like, I think I have a weird OCD thing going on. Yeah. So anything that's like out of order for some reason just triggers me. Yeah. Um, anything that is like super disgusting or dirty. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's a, another OCD germaphobe thing I got mm. going on. That stresses me out. Mm-hmm. And just lots of little things like, or things like where I feel like someone close to me is overwhelmed with like some sort of, you know, their own personal stress. Yeah. When I feel that they're overwhelmed with it, it stresses me yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I get that too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. That's crazy. But how do I deal with them? Um, basically, well, cleaning one way if you're okay so if you're in a place that's like dirty but you can't like clean it what do you do i leave yeah (laughs) (laughs) i get the hell up out of there yeah that's um i do um but yeah cleaning or sometimes like practicing just a little bit of mindfulness in the moment just to kind of you know step back it's fine it's okay like life will go on you're fine and then a big thing when it comes to like my loved ones going through stress Mm -hmm. is I've gotten to a point where I help them, Mm -hmm. but I don't let it consume me like I used to. I I finally accepted that I am only going to help someone so much to the point where it's not going to harm me. You know, like that's that's just not, I'm not doing that. That's not me anymore. Uh Um, So I have to keep a healthy distance between 
what they're going through yeah. in my life. Yeah. You know, so. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's been a learning journey for mm-hmm. me, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, but what are some of yours? I want to hear this. Oh, just like you said, disorganization. Yeah. But not so much in a like visual way. In like, say, for example, I'm doing a project mm-hmm. at work or something mm-hmm. and it's just all out of order. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everybody can't get it together. I just have to jump in there and like, look, I can't. I cannot do this. <laughs> I cannot do this. You do this. You do this. You do this. And we're going to do it. Because sometimes, I mean, uh, and I get very irritated at that. Yeah. Because I'm just like, we are grown up people. Adults. We're grown ups. Like, this is not a sixth grade group project. (laughs) We're putting together something, you know, usually for kids or for ourselves, for the betterment of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, dude, let's just do our jobs, you know? Yeah. See, I'm getting irritated right now. I, just, I hear it. <laughs> I hear it in your voice. Just like, talking about it. Yeah. That happened a lot to me working on that campaign. Oh. Because I had to work alongside people that I wasn't over. Mm-hmm. See, like when I was working customer service, I was over people. So, so I could get it together. Exactly. I, exactly. I if, if everything was out of order, I could you know, reach out the tentacles and right. kind of put everything back where it needs to be. But in a situation where I'm working with a bunch of people that are equals, that we all have to come together and do this mm-hmm. thing together and hit numbers and, you know, I'm, and I'm dealing with people that basically either just don't care or don't, or they're college students and they yeah. don't really have the, the mindset to, to be organized yeah. and, and proactive. Proactive is so important to me. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I was dealing with that a lot because, you know, working for a campaign, you're you're working with a lot of younger people. Which I I never knew that. Yeah. Or even that. I mean, I was working with people that couldn't vote or like this was their first time voting. And I'm like, really? yeah, I'm, I didn't know it was like people that just got out of high school. They're like 17, 18. Like wow, I didn't know that. College students, 19. I mean, I, I was I was in my position. I was one of the oldest people there, and I was 25. Wow. So it was like, you know. Well, that makes sense because when I was getting text messages from them, I knew, somehow I knew they were younger. Yeah. I can't remember how, but, oh, I spoke to one of them on yeah. the phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a child. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Why are you asking me who I'm voting for? You're not voting. What are you doing? <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, like, I, you know, I appreciate yeah, the younger yeah. generations wanting to get involved in stuff like that. But I just feel like they don't have that professional mindset exactly. yet. And, you know, they're just treating it, like I said, like a school project. And it's like, no, no. But girl, that's corporate. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You got to work with a bunch of people who's your equal and yeah. get it together. Exactly. Uh, what's another one? Um... Having to deal with entitlement. Uh, you know, I, now I work with a lot of, you know, more affluent people. Ah. Um, and they ah. are very entitled in a lot of cases. And I'm just ah. like, bro, like, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. I can't do anything. We're all in this together. Like, yeah. you gotta work with me. I gotta work with you. I don't owe you anything. You don't owe me anything. Let's just get this work done. it out. We just yeah. need to work it out. If there's a schedule issue, let's just work it out. You don't have to be screaming at nobody on the phone. <laughs> Just work it out. It, screaming at somebody over the phone is not going to help your issue. It's you need not. to deal with it. Yeah. Even even things as far as like driving and when somebody's like just 
parked in the middle of the street or something like that, waiting for a parking spot. And I'm like, bro, can you pull over to one side or something? Like, what are you doing? You're not entitled to this whole street. Get out the way. That is a form of entitlement. See? Exactly. I'm like, bro, can, what are you doing? So, yeah, just that, those are just some personal things that just in the moment will just... Drive I mean, up the wall. Exactly. Send yeah. me over a cliff. I'm just like... Yeah. You mentioned chronic stressors. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with long-term stressors or chronic stressors? I, like you said, I just have to step back. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times, because, like I was talking about my family, yeah, things like that, I mean, usually... I can't, I just have to take a step back and, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people, you know what, and it's funny because me and my husband are total opposites when it comes to this, because I'm that person that needs to step back. Yeah. And he's that person that needs to solve the issue right now. Oh. And I'm like, okay. can you actually get away from me though? Yeah. Because I'm <laughs> going to punch you in the eyeballs. <laughs> And I don't want that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm just like, like, even when, it, it, I mean, with anything, I just have to just remove myself for yeah. a second. Yeah. Calm down, think it through, and then come back and figure it out. Yeah. Because I can't make decisions when I'm upset or frustrated yeah. or, like, frazzled in any way. I can't make any decisions. So I'm just like, can we just come back to this later or... I'm just going to step out for a second because I can't, even when it comes to the kids or not yeah. listening or something, I'm like, okay, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. That makes sense. So, but he's the total opposite. He's like, no, we need to have this conversation right now and I need to da 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 And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, do we really have to have it right now or can we just have it later and you just not be talking to me? Is that yes. also an option? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What about some uh, long-term or chronic stressors that you have? Um, I would say the biggest one is my family as well. And not even just in like a bad way, but just, you know, what they go through affects me. You know, like, and even with my boyfriend, you know, I tell him like, you know, with his health and everything, Mm -hmm. that's a big issue we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And I keep telling him that's, it's no longer just your body. Yeah. It is our body now. Our body. (laughs) That's the body I need for my kids. You know, like... This is this is an issue. Yeah. I am stressing over your health. Mm-hmm. Let's do something about yeah, it. Yeah, I need you to be around for a long exactly. time or else I'm going to be raising these kids by myself. And ain't nobody going to be raising those <laughs> kids by myself. You know, so it's like a... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's... I would definitely say that's my chronic stressor yeah. of the moment. Yeah. And dealing with it, um, it's a little different every day. I mean, mm-hmm. there are times where... I do feel like I have to remove myself from situations, just yeah. kind of like, you know, I just need some time to breathe. Yeah. I need to figure out a plan. Just, totally. you know, give me some time. Um, but then there are times where I'm a lot more hands-on. Yeah. Now, by hands-on, I mean blunt and candid and hard love. Yes, that's exactly, love. that's how I get when when he, when like... I'm not able to step away from the situation because mm. then I get belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> then I get ignorant. Right. And then it turns into a whole another problem. I know. And yes, it's probably exactly. not the best way to go about things, but exactly. I know myself and that's where I am right now. Exactly. So that's, yeah. Precisely. Yes. Precisely. <laughs> so um, it's not the best way. No, but it is a way. Yes, it is a way. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, me and my family were pretty open with each other for the most part Uh like we communicate a lot we i mean i always say my mom's one of those people that like 
talks crap to your face and brags behind your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How my mom is. That's right. So, so, yeah, I mean, stuff like that doesn't really, like, yeah. bother us like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's my chronic stress. Mm. Love y'all. Yeah, I love you, but you get on my nerves. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I found an article from Psych Central, mm-hmm. and it's about the top 20 life stressors that can trigger anxiety and sadness. Mm. It's by Richard Zwolinski. So the first one on the list is the death of a family member. Boom. And that's one that that very mm-hmm. fresh to me, because I just had a big death in my family, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually kind of torn my, like, the family I grew up with. Oh. It's kind of torn it apart. Oh and, gosh. you know, it makes me sad. It does make me sad because mm-hmm. we used to have, uh, you know, the person that died was kind of like a matriarch of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, we would have all the holidays at her house and, you know, mm-hmm. we would have Sunday brunch at her house and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she died from cancer and it's heart wrenching because it, it happens so slow but so fast at the same time yeah for everyone yeah exactly because it's like i was just talking about this the other day one second they're fine and then the next second they are just not okay it 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 you know can fray relationships that have been strong for years and years and you know it is what it is Mm -hmm. all right so the next one is terminal illness either one of your own or of a family member. And we just kind of talked about this. It's that same kind of thing. Yes. And while it was not terminal, I can say that dealing with a family member's illness that may seem chronic or whatever, yeah. which is what I dealt with in 2016. Right. You know, right. We talked about that before. Is the most tiring. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Exhausting. Mm-hmm. In no way is it her fault. No. But... There is just so many pent-up feelings exactly. I have around that that I still haven't addressed. Exactly. Which is one of the things we talked about exactly. at my psychologist. Good. And then you and have those like, feelings, oh. and then you feel guilty for having those feelings, yep. and mm-hmm. then that just builds and builds and builds. Yep. So, that that's hard. Yeah. I can say. Uh, so, the next one on this list is physical incapacitation, chronic pain, or chronic illness. Yep. Yeah. That's and that's... Yep. Yeah, I know people that deal with, like, chronic pain diseases, mm-hmm. like rheumato- rheumatoid arthritis yeah. and stuff like that, Ugh. where it's just like, Ugh. this is something, this is a pain that you're going to have to have for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having to incorporate dealing with your illness on top of work, on top of your family, on top of this and this and this and this, mm-hmm. it's like... And I can't, I can't even imagine going, becoming handicapped. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, I'm going to lump these two together. Drug or alcohol abuse in yourself or in a family member or a partner. Yeah. Huge. Thankfully, I've Huge. not really gone through that. So, yeah, I I'm not sure how. Definitely have. And oh it is. Goodness. Well, you know, my husband is a disabled veteran and mm-hmm. he's coming from the Navy. And, you know, from that, he's had to deal with his alcoholism mm-hmm. that he developed while in the military. Yeah. Because having to deal with your PTSD, yep. insomnia, you know, all these things that that come from the stress and, you know, terrible conditions of, of being in the military for so long, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's, you have to numb that, but at the same time, you have to take care of yourself. And it's just like what you were saying, I I feel like 
why are you doing this to yourself? I need you to take care of your own health. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, we've been working together. He's, you know, going to see psychologists mm-hmm. and taking meds and stuff like that to deal with the, with the, you know, mental health part of it. Right. Um, and it's getting, I mean, honestly, I have to say it's just worlds mm-hmm. better than where it was from where we started. I was about to say, I definitely seen an improvement. Oh yeah. Like yeah. hands down. Yeah. And I think that it has a lot to do with the kids. Um, yeah. And a lot to do with, yeah. you know, him seeing he had to deal with his father being addicted mm. and he doesn't want that to be the same cycle with his right. kids. And so he's trying. But at the same time, it's still it's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. a disease. Mm-hmm. It's something that is, you know, if he still has to deal with his mental health at the end of the day. Exactly. And which can be one of the hardest confrontations. Exactly. Alcohol and drugs help you not face things for a second. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, you just as don't have to think about it for a second. That's it's true. It, yeah. And it's just, it's a slippery slope is what I'll say. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. So the next one on the list is divorce. Definitely a big one. Yeah, huge one. And both um, of our moms went Both that. of my moms have been mm-hmm. divorced. Yeah. And, you know, I was so young when it happened, I, I didn't really... You know, I wasn't able to register her pain and what she went through, but I've seen it in other places. And I was just about to say, like, my mom and I had this conversation, and I was young, too. I was, yeah, you know, like, two, three. I don't yeah, remember. yeah, same. Um, but she even said she thinks that there are, you know, things with anxiety that she could have passed down unknowingly yeah. because everything she was going through, you yeah. know? She had three kids and got divorced. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, that. my gosh. It's a lot. You know, on top of that, divorce involves a lot of money. <sighs> right. It that involves a free. lot of time. Yep. You know, it's heart-wrenching because at this at this same time, you used to be madly in love with this person. Yeah. And it all came crashing down in a way that you could not have predicted would happen. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's... It's definitely stressful. Oh my goodness! And on that same note, marriage is the next one. Okay, I'm gonna need an explanation for this. Okay, how is this stressful? Because oh, girl, oh, <laughs> I know I have so much. Oh, me. you sweet little Tammy, sweet summer child, little little Tammy. Um, <laughs> because at times when you're married, it can feel like you're stuck. Because uh, and and at no point. Are you stuck? Right. You know, right. obviously. But, but it can feel like that because you have your whole life entwined with another person's life. Like, for example, I rely on my husband to watch my kids so I don't have to pay for daycare during right. the day. And I rely on his part of the money to pay for where we live and things like that. Right. So having, having that mindset of, okay, this is the person I've chosen to be with and we have to make this work. Yeah. But you don't always want to make it work. Yeah. You don't always want to do that. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work because people change, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, ideas change Mm -hmm. and, you know, you go into marriage with, I won't say like unrealistic ideas because, you know, people, like I said, people see divorce all the time, but yeah. you go into marriage thinking, there's well, that's not going to happen to me. Yeah, there's sort of this kind of fantasy yeah, thing like, you have. Or whatever we come against, we'll be able to We'll face take it. it together. We'll sometimes. face it together. And sometimes you just want to get away from them. <laughs> sometimes you just don't want to be by them. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, having to deal with... It's human. And, like I was just talking about, having to deal with 
their issues. Oh, yeah. Because that alcohol abuse is me now. Yeah. That's part of me. That's part of my life. True. And my issues are part of his life. Mm -hmm. And we have to encourage each other. We have to be straight with one another without getting offended. And and you have to just hold, you know, that person's baggage for them sometimes. And sometimes they have to hold your baggage for you. Mm -hmm. And it's just a lot more of a partnership than people give it credit for. <clears throat> So the next one on the list is loss of job or job change. Baby. Yes. Look. <laughs> yes. God, yes. Oh, my God. You have some recent experience with this. Please share. Very, <laughs> very recent. Girl, so bad. So if you guys haven't, you know, if you guys don't know yet, go listen to our last podcast. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, but no, she's not really, kidding. No, yeah. I actually do it. Go listen. Um, <laughs> Basically, there was a point where the last job I worked at, what is that, Company C? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Company C, Insider. <laughs> um, they were just a, a horrible place with horrible people. I'm just being honest. Um, so bad that I walked out of there after a month. Um, and on top of that, in between me walking out and not having a job lined up, because mm -hmm. it was just that bad, mm -hmm. my boyfriend got laid off. So there was an overlapping time where I did not have a job lined up uh -huh. and he was laid off. And yeah. I was just like, what are, we're going to be homeless. What are we going to do? What is happening here? <laughs> like how, did I piss off an angel or something? Like, like what, what happened? I didn't oh, charge you pay my time. I know. I was like, <laughs> what did I do? It was just, I can't even be, stress is not even a word. Yeah. Like, no, that is. Yes. Oh my goodness. I definitely understand that. Yeah, and it it was just it was just very stressful. Yeah. You know what? Something else that's not that's not on here but um is on the same term that I had to deal with is uh having to deal with being away from your job on maternity leave. Interesting. Because having to deal with the disability people and they don't pay you immediately, you have to wait like six weeks, so you have to use that your pay is time a whole off. Process. And so there was a point where I was not having any income. Like I didn't have any income because I had to wait six weeks for them to pay me. And then I had to take a special leave because I was so sick that I couldn't work. So I had to on top of that six weeks, there was like two months where I had no income mm -hmm. because they only pay you for six weeks. I had, but I had to leave early because I just, you know, I couldn't work anymore. Yeah. I was so, so sick. But on top of that, like, so we were just living on one income and oh, my husband, like, so had his, stressful. yeah, he had his, like, uh, his disability in limbo because they hadn't given him his disability checks oh. yet either. So, because I think for that, you have to wait, like, months. Like, they, the process takes months. This is just too much. After you get out of the military, for, if you're eligible for disability, it mm -hmm. takes them months for them to start paying you. And yeah, that happened with my brother. That's how a lot of people mm -hmm. end up homeless vets. Yeah. Because they don't have anywhere to go, and they're not getting any money. Exactly. And so, by the time <clears throat> they start getting their money, it's too late. They don't have anything. They don't have, you know, a place to go, or they've been out on the street for too long, and they've become addicted to drugs or something. <sighs> I mean, it's... That's it's a whole other conversation. Yeah, that's a whole other Oh, thing. my God. But when I was having to deal with that, like, we had... He was working... Like, a grocery store warehouse job making $400 a week. Mm. And it was, like, it's a whole nother type of, like... I can't imagine. On that job change, loss of job, that's yeah. a whole nother level. Which is, I mean, 
we have to change our our parental leave in I this know, country. Period. In this country, we have to change it. Oh my god! Because even when I was in the hospital, I gave birth to my child, and my husband immediately had to go to work because he couldn't get time off. Yeah, they don't. They, they don't, don't do paternal leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. That's a whole nother level. Yeah, that's girl. a whole nother level on there. Oh my goodness. So the next one on this list is moving. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we both just recently yes. went through this. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yes. having to deal with deposit fees. Yes. I mean, uh, most of this stuff, you know what, honestly, most of this stuff comes back to money. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> most of this money stuff comes back to Money is the root of all evil, as they say. That's what they say. Yeah. But yeah, we both just had to go through this. Yeah, it's tiring. It's a lot. And then you had to deal with like getting your stuff stolen or whatever when you were moving. That's they stole my TV, y'all. Yeah. My baby. That was the first big thing I bought with my own money by myself. Yeah. I was like so heartbroken. Swiped it right off the truck. Like, and I was just mad at everybody. So I was like, why was no one looking? Like, just, oh, it was just so. It's fine. It's yeah. just material things. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And then having to deal with the old place. Like, if you had any issues with the old place. Yep. Having to deal with them trying to convince them to give you your deposit back or whatever. And we did have an issue because basically, I told you. So basically, we had planned on staying there. And then my ex moved in two doors down. Two doors down. And then we had to break our lease. I, I thought he was visiting it first. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what are you doing here? You know? And he was like, oh, I live right there. And it was just, oh my God, it was so awkward. That's you know, so... I'm trying to build a life with this man. Yeah. You know, David. Yeah. I just. Um, having the past knocking on your door two doors down. You know like, what I'm saying? No, thank you. You know, it just, no, it yeah. was too much. Uh-huh. So. That's a lot. I just, I couldn't. So yeah, yeah that's, that's my story. Yeah. That's, that's why we moved. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So the next one, I know, right? I know. <laughs> oh my god! So the next one on this list is change of school, which primarily, yeah. you know, goes with for uh, applies to children and teens, but it can affect adults too. My oldest brother said he had this problem. He went to nine grade schools total. Oh, yeah, three of each: elementary, middle, and high school. Yeah, and he said it definitely affected who he is as a person. How he makes friends, mm-hmm. how, you know, his relationships, yeah. stuff like that. So, next one on this list is going to be primary relationship problems. Yeah. Um, kind of like spouse, parent, child, mm-hmm. sibling, all that, you know, we mm-hmm. kind of talked about that one already. Mm-hmm. So, the next one is persistent relationship problems that are like non primary. For example, difficulties with other family members, like I talked about before, how my family kind of split apart. Right. Um, conflict and loss of friends. Yeah, dealt with that. Difficulties mm-hmm. with coworkers. <laughs> dealt with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stressful. Yeah, you know, losing friends is a whole... It's a whole thing. It is. Yeah. It is. One of the many things I went through in 2016. Yeah. So. You know, you have... When you build these relationships with people, yeah. and then... I mean, it's kind of like a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. It affects you in that same way where it's just kind of crushing. Fun fact, actually, for our listeners, <laughs> me and Brianna actually had her a little rough patch. Oh my god, we did. You remember? No, I definitely did not remember that, but you just We did. We did. You it was was it about that ex? Me. Was it about that same ex? Yeah, and I'm trying to make sure. Yeah, it started with him. Yep. Mhm. That was the only reason. Oh my. That was the only God. time we ever 
That was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Wow, I you totally forgot about that. Hated my guts. You called me the B word. Well, maybe you were. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because now you you still call me the B word, but in a loving that's way. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, it's like a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Memory lane. Yeah, I know, right? Jeez Louise. But okay. we're good now. Yeah, we're fine. Anyways, <laughs> the next one on this list is academic problems. Oh, Poor you. grades, inability to yep. retain information, problems with teachers, unable to meet deadlines. And we just kind of talked yep. about my whole little issues with that. And it's another huge problem when you're in college because Ugh. now you're having money tied up with your academic problems. And it's like you're having to pay for classes that you're failing. And yep. it's a whole other deal. And pay to retake classes. Exactly. I had to do. Exactly. I had to do that too. And Ugh. I didn't like it. Well, not the first time, but the second time I tried to go through college. Trying to pass math. I again, yeah, the math, math is your you. it, again with the, I failed that class like three times and had to pay for it, and I still haven't paid them back. And I just dropped out <laughs> when in doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay, okay. So, okay, so the next one is occupational problems mm-hmm. like lateness, absences, problems with bosses or co workers. Mm-hmm. Kind of talked about that. <clears throat> Uh, and you talked about that before when you were dealing with your mom's, you know, stuff, having to deal with your, your, your company at the time. Yes. Not um, being understanding they were of not your lateness. supportive and, for anything. Exactly. And they knew what I was going through. Yeah. Almost got written up. Yeah. Like, it was just crazy. A mess. Yeah. It was a mess. So the next one is uh, being a victim of, a, of abuse or a crime, Ooh. which is, I mean, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a whole other issue. I mean, being... In a household of abuse mm-hmm. where you don't mm-hmm. feel safe mm-hmm. is just... <clears throat> I can't, that's the main thing. Not yeah. feeling safe. Not feeling safe around the people that are supposed to make you the most safe. Exactly. Yeah. Um, being a victim of a crime. I had a roommate when I was in college that got, like, mugged in front of our apartment. And I was like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And he was, like, immediately, like, I got to go. Like, I have to get out of here. I have to go home. Like, I can't deal with this. It was a lot for him. And I understand, but I mean, and I, it's a lot. And I mean, that goes with like sexual assault, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Being a victim is a serious, it's scary and it messes with you. It can Mm -hmm. affect the way your entire life plays out from there on out, depending on how serious it is. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if it's murder. Yeah. You you can be affected if you're murdered. Yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, so the next one on this list is criminal actions towards others being a criminal. So being a criminal is a stressor. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense because the people I knew who sold drugs in college were stressed. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm yes. just being honest. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a stressful job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Abuse. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a stressful job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to all you drug dealers out there. We know what you're going through. You know, you got a tough time. I get it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyways, abusive actions towards yourself or to others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, self harm. Yeah, huge thing because now you're trying to. It's it's the same thing as substance abuse. You yeah. know, you're. It's something that it starts and you know it's hard to stop because. If, you know, I've never had any experience with it, but like you can 
hurt you're hurting yourself and it becomes a habit because it releases whatever you know whatever other stressors it's a whole other thing exactly uh extreme loneliness lack of community membership or friends huge true huge loneliness is scary man. i experienced this when i first went to college because i moved Clear across the U.S. Clear across the country. And I was all by myself. I mean, you didn't know anyone going to that school. I did not know. I mean, I, like, Skyped with a few... Or actually, Uvu at the time. Oh, yeah! Yeah! I Uvu'd with, like, some of my people that were on, like, the incoming freshman Facebook page or whatever. But But you still didn't, like, know them. No, I didn't know them. No, at all. I didn't go in there knowing anybody. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, you know... We all, and great, luckily, we all kind of had that situation where we were all coming from all over the world, really, to this school, um, because it was like a a prestigious, you know, conservatory or whatever for the arts, and you audition for it and get Uh in, and you know, so, you know, people wanted to go there, so they'd come from, I had one of my closest friends from the Netherlands. I remember him. Yeah. I remember him. Yeah. He was cool. Yeah, he he still is. I miss you. <laughs> um, yeah, so severe, I mean, extreme loneliness is something that I had to deal with because even uh, even when I first moved in, I was in a dorm. Like, I eventually moved mm-hmm. down and went to an apartment, but my dorm room was a, a single. Like, I was in there by myself. Oh. Uh, and I just, I had, like, a sweet bathroom. Yeah. And, I mean, like, in theory, it was great because I didn't have to deal with a roommate. But. But I didn't have anybody that was that actually I could come home to basically. Exactly. That was actually why I turned down the single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, mm, um, I think I'm going to get depressed. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. I did. I mean, you know, I still had a sense of community after like the first year, I think yeah. I, I started to warm up and mm. get in there. But, um, and the last one, mm-hmm. the last one, can you believe it? We finally made it. The last one on this list mm-hmm. is, Severe financial problems, including Obviously. tax issues. That, I mean, no explanation needed. No, that at is... all. I think we have covered all of the financial <laughs> problems that could be had. Yes. <laughs> in, yes. you know, all of this, so. Yeah. So, moving on in to our kind of next conversation. Kind of wanting to discuss, you know, healthy and unhealthy ways to deal with stress. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Mayo Clinic says that recognizing a problem is the first step towards solving it. By beginning to identify and understand the sources of your stress, you've taken the first step in learning to better manage it. So, you manage it, but you don't eliminate it. Exactly. And that's what a lot of people try exactly. to do. Exactly. Don't expect all your stress to go away. It's not. This it's is life. It's not going to. Yeah. Life is stress. Exactly. <laughs> stress is a fact of life. Yeah. Which is fine. It's okay. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You can learn different ways to handle it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I found another article Mm -hmm. from health.com, and it's titled, The Best and the Worst Ways to Cope with Stress. And it's by Lauren Green, Lauren A. Green. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that these were interesting, so I'll go through the best ones first. Yeah. So the first one here says, get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Research indicates that a vitamin D boost from sunlight may elevate your levels of feel-good serotonin. Yes. Yeah. And taking in the sight, sounds, yep. and smells around you redirects your focus from your worries. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't get outside, even, you know, studies have shown that even just adding plants to your surroundings can reduce stress. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because you have something, you know, you're caring for the pet, for the plant, for the pet, mm-hmm. for the plant. You know, you have to trim it sometimes depending yeah. on what kind of plant you have. And it just kind of... It gives you a way to step back yeah. and 
take it all in, I guess. Yeah, in a way. yeah, yeah. Bringing the nature to mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I like that. So the second one here says to rely on rituals, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, this is so important. Yeah. Whether it's taking a bath before bed, listening to your favorite playlist or podcast <laughs> on the commute to work <laughs> <laughs> or walking the dog to the park down the street every morning. Mm-hmm. In times of stress, it helps to turn to a comforting routine. Yeah. Um, on a side note, a consistent routine also helps you sleep, which... Mm. Is a stress reliever. Getting okay. sleep is a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. So our bodies naturally crave routine. And by focusing on these consistent rituals, you increase your body's ability to deal with the physical aspects of stress. Hmm. When stressful situations leave you feeling powerless, follow a routine. following a routine allows you to take back control over that part of your day. Um, and it can help alleviate some of the anxiety and tension. Okay, I need to get me a routine ASAP. Yeah. Because I don't have one. Yeah. I have one, um, but it really doesn't take place until after. Like, I used to have a morning routine. Yeah. But I've just kind of fallen away from that because I don't like to get up in the morning. Understood. So, um, I have a nightly routine now. Hmm. And so, once I put the kids to bed, putting them to bed is part of my routine. Mm -hmm. And then take a, a hot shower. Um, you know, get in bed, listen to, I listen to storytelling podcasts. So just listen to some stories and just kind of clear my mind of everything that I am stressing about, bills, uh, work, all that stuff. It just, you, you have something that you're focusing on, something that you don't have to think about, but you know, it, you, you do it and you have control over it. And I think that's the important part. Now, I do listen to the Calm app every mm-hmm. night. Yeah. And they have those adult bedtime stories. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like a full routine, but mm-hmm. it, it is something kind of like you said. When I hear her talking, mm-hmm. I'm focusing on the words and nothing exactly. else. Exactly. So, it just helps me fall asleep. Yeah. So and I think easier. storytelling podcasts are huge, yeah. actually. I think that they yeah. are really huge part of... uh part of my routine and they're a great way to kind of take your mind off of things yeah you know because you're so focused on the words on the story and you want to yeah. know what happens with the story so uh-huh. more on that soon now we'll say that uh-huh. uh, keep your heads up <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next one on this list is get out of your head easier said than done yeah mm-hmm do you ever get that never-ending loop of negative thoughts and what-ifs playing in your head? Yes, Girl. constantly, all the time, every single day. Girl. Uh, that's because stress likes to mess with your mind. Okay. A surefire and fun way to get out of your head is to engage in activities that put focus on your hands or your body. Like kneading bread, sketching a picture, knitting a scarf, climbing a rock wall. Hmm. I bake. For that reason. You do. I, my mind is completely wiped and totally on the recipe. I work with my hands. I'm focusing on making sure what I'm making is going to come out good. Is that why I clean? Probably. Huh. I clean when I'm mad. I used to do that too. I clean when I'm pissed. Like David would piss me off and I'd just get super quiet and the and house just start would be spotless. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, oh yeah, God. Exactly. Because <laughs> it helps me to not just ruminate yes. on the anger yes. and stress of whatever just happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, like I was super pissed at my husband the other day and all the dishes got done. The entire kitchen got cleaned. I was going to say, the kitchen looks nice. Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> If you ever come to my house and it's super clean, you better pray for Taylor, okay? Because I was upset. <laughs> oh, 
god. All right, so as your hands and fingers begin to fall into those familiar rhythmic movements, mm-hmm. it sends a signal to your brain that immediately re- relaxes you and makes you feel grounded. So immerse yourself in a creative, engaging activity and get ready to press the mute button on your brain. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So the next one here says connect to your spiritual side. Okay. For centuries, religious groups and native tribes worldwide have used prayer beads to guide their spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. And research shows that spirituality might boost happiness in times of stress. Create a positive affirmation or mantra that resonates with you and just allow your brain to switch over into a meditative cadence as you do that. Hmm. So even if you're not religious, just meditating, you know, getting yeah. in touch with your spirit. And and there's and, ways to be, you know, because a lot of people get religious and spiritual mixed up. Yeah. And there are people who, I have friends who don't necessarily believe in any religion, but they believe in some sort of concept, yes, like law exactly. of attraction mm-hmm. or fate yeah, or whatever. Exactly. And they use that as their guiding principle. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, on that know. same note, like we were talking about earlier, make sure it doesn't consume your entire life. Exactly. Because if you are your religion, something's not right. <laughs> you have to have a self outside of... God, we were literally just talking about I know. this today. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the next one here, pretty simple. Take a bath. Get your dirty self <laughs> in the bathtub. I'm sorry. Okay, ignore me. <laughs> Clean okay. yourself and you won't be stressed. Wipe Stop walking around here stinking. Wipe your ass. No, it has nothing to do with that. Okay. 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 Let's All go back. Right. Okay. Take a bath. <clears throat> Water. Now, I thought this was really interesting. Water has an innate soothing effect on the mind and body since it connects us back to our time in the womb. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know, right? I thought that was really interesting. So schedule a regular time to soak in the tub. Uh, You can further your bliss by pairing your bath and aromatherapy candles or bath beads. Body. Yeah, exactly. Pick a scent that smells best to you or go for, you know, lavender, jasmine, or both, or, you know, whatever, you know, possesses stress-reducing properties. Okay. Yeah. I like that. All right. The next one on this list. And the final of the best ways, exercise. Get your lazy self (laughs) in the gym. Sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, exercise. <laughs> exercise may be the healthiest stress buster. Yeah. You know, it revs up your body's production of feel-good endorphins. Mm-hmm. It can help regulate your sleep, like yep. we said before. Uh, lowers the symptoms associated with mild depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, boosts your energy and helps you remain calm and focused. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these things go a long way towards stress management. So, while it's easy to let a daily exercise routine slide when you're overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. Like is happening with me right now. And me. Uh, take steps to incorporate it into your day. Pick an activity you love and will look forward to. Enlist a buddy. Eh? Oh eh? yeah, we could do that. We we worked out together like one time. Did we? Yeah, remember I took you to that warehouse gym I used to go to. Oh yeah. Yeah. So enlist a buddy to motivate you, mm-hmm. or schedule it into your calendar, just like any other task. True. And you'll soon understand why it's a critical part of any stress management plan. That is actually my homework from today's session with mm-hmm. my psychologist. Yeah? Yeah, she told me to go exercise. Yeah, and if I I always don't want to do it, but it, when I am doing it, I feel so much better. That's what I told her. I was like, I know the benefits of yeah. it. Yeah. I just got to get there. Just starting to do it. 
I know. Listen to our nutrition and fitness episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, it really does. It helps. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And you know, like she, like you said earlier Mm -hmm. about kind of like fitting it into your regular schedule. Mm -hmm. I take two 15 minute breaks Mm -hmm. during my work day. Yeah. And so during those 15 minute breaks, I take a walk around the neighborhood Mm -hmm. by my job, Mm -hmm. put in my headphones, play some music. And I, you know, I'm not even on my screen or anything. I just let the right. music play and I walk around and take in nature and whatever. Right. But, you know, it didn't occur to me till recently. That's 30 whole minutes I'm walking a day. That's yeah. like the average amount you're supposed to exercise and work out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like you're doing it. I could. Yeah, right. I'm already doing, doing it. it. Yeah. So I, I got this. Mm-hmm. I got this. <laughs> okay. So moving on. To the worst ways to deal with stress. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> drinking, smoking, and all those other vices. All of them. Okay. Drowning your stress in a bottle of wine or a pack of cigarettes might bring a release in the moment, but turning to unhealthy vices like drinking, drugs, smoking, caffeine even, mm-hmm. only sets you up to stress out way more once the high wears off. True. Since these habits tend to increase the negative impacts stress is already having on your body, like raising your blood pressure, making you jittery, keeping you awake at night, which is what I've dealt with, Mm -hmm. um, you kind of enter into this vicious cycle of feeling more stressed out and then returning to that vice over and over and over. Exactly. And that's how addiction starts. Exactly. It's a whole other thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, The next bad way Mm -hmm. to deal with your stress is hibernating, mm-hmm. as the article said. Yeah. Which is a very interesting way to put it. Yeah. Um, the thought of hiding away under the covers sounds pretty great when there's so much to deal with beyond your bedroom door. True. But sleeping too much is not the answer, obviously. Uh-huh. Increased lethargy is only going to make it that much harder for you to focus and much less likely to deal with all the stressors that you have in front of you. Right. Plus, studies have shown that an association between chronic oversleeping and diabetes, heart disease, weight gain, and even higher rates of death. Yeah. So adding health problems to your already heavy load, obviously, is going to exacerbate your stress levels. Exactly. So, and there actually is a thing, you know, as sleeping too much. Yeah. That's like actually a thing, because it's happened to me. I know. Yeah. So it happens when I'm depressed. I just sleep all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then it makes me more tired. More depressed and more tired. It's so weird. Because I wake up and I haven't done any of the things I'm supposed to do exactly. and I'm even more stressed out. Exactly. <laughs> yep. It's exactly. a whole issue. Next worst way is ignoring the problem. Never works. Never works. Okay. While it's normal to take a mental time out once in a while, you know, to watch a funny movie or meet a friend for lunch. Consistently avoiding the stress in your life is counterproductive. Mm-hmm. When you avoid your problems, you don't allow yourself to process or understand what you're actually dealing with. True. So the more you ignore something, whether it's a concrete problem like paying off bills or an emotional one like the fear of losing a job, the greater it's going to get. True. Your best bet is to reach out for help and make a plan of action that will eventually diminish your problems and alleviate your stress. Yeah, I had to learn it the hard way. Yeah, confront it head on. Yeah. And I mean, it really does feel so much better to have a plan. Yeah, it does. It's like that just, next step. Yeah, It's exactly. like, okay. It's like, you know? I am on track to making this go away. Exactly. Or exactly. at least reducing whatever it is. That's exactly. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 
And um, next thing, don't dwell on the negative. Mm -hmm. Easier said than done. Uh Uh-huh. You know, hey. Yeah. If you make a mistake at work, do you assume that you're going to get fired? Have a fight with your spouse and worry that the relationship might be over? Right. Well, it's not uncommon to jump to these worst-case scenarios when dealing with an upsetting issue, but blowing things out of proportion only intensifies your stress. True. When we're feeling stressed, it's very easy to view ourselves in a negative light. So to soften your inner chatter, look at things from a different perspective. Talk to yourself as if you were offering advice to your best friend, and odds are you'll have much more compassionate and positive things to say. That's so true. Which actually happened to me the other day. Yeah. I was extremely pissed off Mm -hmm. because one of my bills went through my account twice. Oh, God. And I was, oh, my gosh, girl. I was so upset. I mean, that was like going to be my spending money. I was going to ball out this weekend, Mm -hmm. go see a movie. I was so upset. But I, you know, I took it back. Mm -hmm. I flipped it. And I told myself, at least I have the money to pay my bills. At least you have the money to pay your bills. I, I did. I, I handled that pretty well. Yeah. And I think that, that talking to yourself like you would talk to your best friend is so important. Yeah. Because you're not going to tell your best friend, oh, God, you're screwed. You're dumb. You should have thought of this earlier. Like, yeah. You know. Like, you're going to be gentle. Handle them with gentle hands. Mm-hmm. So handle yourself with gentle hands. And a lot of people really do talk so badly to themselves. Yeah. I mean, just think about what you think about in your head. I mean, you can't treat yourself like that. No. That's not healthy. It's not sustainable. Exactly. Exactly. So the last worst way to handle your stress is to eat your feelings. Hmm. I know. Hmm. Which we've all done. It's okay. We're not judging you. All are currently doing. But we're going to help you. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. We're going to help you, though. Yeah. Like alcohol or drugs, food often becomes a crutch when coping with difficult times. So the article says, soothing your pain with high-calorie, high-sugar, high-fat comfort foods feels good at first, but it can quickly spiral out of control Mm -hmm. when your mind and body begin to associate negative emotions with eating. Yeah. I am already there. Yes. I need to... I am 100% there. I'm like, I feel like crap today. I need to eat something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you just said you're going to eat two cupcakes. But that's not because I feel like crap. That's just because I want to eat cupcakes. So Mm -hmm. that's a different issue, I think. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. I need to go back and listen to our nutrition and fitness episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I... Just made some very delicious cupcakes and I want to eat them. They are very delicious. Right? You didn't take some home? I probably. Oh, yeah, I am because David wants them. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> At the first sign of stress, anger, or sadness, you'll instinctively reach for food rather than dealing with the feelings at hand. Yes. Wow, this is like reading me like a book. I'm telling you. Ugh, overeating can cause weight gain and make you feel worse about yourself, mm-hmm. as well as exacerbate the GI issues. Bloating, reflux, constipation yep. that often accompany stress. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is literally my life. I mean, why do you have to attack me like this? I, know, right? I, I feel, feel like, attacked. Um, like, what is I this? don't like it. But it's true, but I still don't like it. So, But overall, I, I like, you know, everything that we discussed today. Because, you know, like we said at the beginning of the episode, we're not perfect. No. We're going through a lot of this stuff yeah, right now. Exactly. Probably worse off than some of you, you know. <laughs> but, but the point is, we're all learning. Yeah. Like, 
you know, all these healthy behaviors. Yeah. And, and I think it's so important to, to build a community. Exactly. When you're learning new things. Exactly. I never want to like preach or yeah. feel like I'm the one at the top. And, no, God. You know, whatever. Like, no, like, this is a lot of information I've learned. I am jacked up, you, you guys. Know? You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm still shocked at what you told me about marriage. Like, that was like, yeah, a stressor? Like, a what? And I mean, it's not always like that, but you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not. Everything is not roses and exactly. sunshine. Exactly. Yeah. And everybody has stress. Everybody has to deal with their stress. And yeah. you know, another thing about going through that list of stressors, mm-hmm. it kind of helps me, you know, makes me better identify mm-hmm. maybe if someone might be stressed out. Or, yeah. You oh, know, yes. so like if I have a friend who just recently moved, I might be like, oh, you know, yeah, are you are okay? okay? Do you like need something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so that really yeah. helped me. I like exactly. that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, one thing that they, I, that, I, that wasn't on that list is, you know, growing a family having new additions to the family new kids either just giving birth or just adopting and Mm -hmm. having to readjust your entire life i thought that was interesting around a little human yeah and i mean you know changes your whole your whole life your whole perspective and that's stressful because you have to literally change everything about everything yeah yeah yep so but i think that you know a lot of this stuff is is so uh, doable. Yeah. I think a lot of the times people will give you, like, like you said, easier said than done stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I need something that I can do right, right now, now. Exactly. To relieve distress. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was looking for when I, when I was, you know, going through these articles yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. You know. A lot of them are like, go take a yoga class three times a week. First yeah. of all, I hate yoga personally. <laughs> Second, I ain't got time to be going three times a week. No. You know, I need something I can do right now exactly. in my car, at home, whatever. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And and I mean, even just, you know, as far as going to therapy, yes, you should go to therapy, but there's also things that you have to take into your own hands. Yep. Exactly. You know? And That's exactly what my psychologist mm-hmm. told me. Mm-hmm. See? Yep. Exactly. I have a workbook that I will be getting. Good. With exercises, and uh, it's going to be an interesting journey. More on that soon. Yeah, you guys will hear a lot more about that. (laughs) Yeah, that is interesting. I know, I know. (laughs) So, we have a lot to uh, apply. Right, right. (laughs) But overall, great episode. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Yeah, thanks, Brian. We're talking with me about mental health. Hey, you know, anytime I can share what is going on in my head... Mm-hmm. Or what in my past has caused what's going on in my yeah. head? <laughs> yep, I'm willing to share. Awesome. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. So, guys, now we come to the fun, fun, fun part. Mm-hmm. Follow us. Yes. Okay, so you can follow me at Youngfully Employed on pretty much everything mm-hmm. except Twitter, which is Tammy R thirty three. Okay. You can follow me at Brian Warner on Twitter and Instagram. Um, don't follow me anywhere else because that's weird. <laughs> and you can also follow the show at Dear Me Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. Subscribe, rate, review the show. I mean, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play. Yeah, Google Play, Anchor. Well, um, yeah, we're on Anchor too. Oh my gosh, you know, we're everywhere. Yeah, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You know, rate and review us and subscribe. And I mean, uh, you know, the rates and reviews 
kind of show up most for us on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. um, just because that's the biggest podcast platform right now. Yeah. But I mean, you know, so subscriptions, rates and reviews anywhere. You yeah. Know, it's always helpful to kind of spread the word about what we're doing. Help us out. Yeah. Help us out, you know? Yeah. And in fact, side note, mm-hmm. I'm going to be adding a like tab on my blog. Mm-hmm. That goes straight to the podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, like we coming up, y'all. Y'all gonna see us everywhere. We so. joining, you know. We're so we're just horrible. Shout out mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> we need to let these people go, Brian. I know. How long is this? This is almost two hours long. We need to. It's okay. They like us. Yeah, That's we're cool. Okay, okay. you like us. <laughs> Like what we're saying to you and do more stuff about it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Um, Bye, Kyle. Bye. We're horrible at ending. I know. Uh, All right. We'll see you later. The next one. (laughs) Bye. Bye.